Oh, welcome back to the Fish and Chip Podcast. It is week 17 NFL. Dan Fish right here, Chip Daly over there. What's it feeling like this week, Chip? <laughs> the holiday weekend took a lot out of me. I think uh, I'm, I'm doing better than I thought I would on Tuesday. I'll just say that. Well, that's good. I feel like Monday, been... not so much. I was a little tired. Yeah, I've been like mentally checked out for like three days. Well, it didn't help. I was snowed in all week. Didn't mm-hmm. go anywhere. Didn't even leave the house till uh, Sunday. I'm wow. like, we got home on Wednesday from the things we were doing, and we didn't leave till Sunday. A long time at home. Well, yeah, we were snowed in. That's what happens when you get snowed in. Literally, you're snowed into your house. Funny. Can't get out. If they call it that. Weird. Maybe that's how I came up with the the Uh, phrase. uh, I'm stuck at home. Because snow. Guess what happened this weekend, Chip? There's some epic proportions (laughs) of things that happened. What? Of epic proportions. What was epic? Texans, man. Texans got a dub. They could have wrapped up the first pick in the draft (laughs) if they lost. Didn't want to do that. Can I just say that's only happened twice this year? So, I mean, that is pretty pretty rare what happened this last weekend. Yep. It is. It's pretty big. Now they got to compete with the Bears for the top pick. Colts are also in there. And the Cardinals. But I think it's still the Texans. It's the Texans to lose or win. Yeah. I don't know what. Yeah. Oh, sure. yeah. <laughs> they probably want to win it. Maybe they got another win out of the way. Another team that could be in the running for that, I guess, is Denver, right? <laughs> Technically, what? yes. Second firing of a coach this year? Is that uh, what it is? Or up to two? Third. Was the other one? Am I crazy to think it was the third? I know uh, Reich from the Colts, Carolina as well. Oh yeah, Matt Rule. Duh. Yes. Now Nathaniel Hackett, first season. Fire. Three coaches gone. Yeah, some of the Broncos players were like fighting on the sideline. I believe it was the offensive lineman, and I didn't really see it. Did you see that? Potentially the backup quarterback as well. Right, ripping. Yep. Is that who the lineman shoved? I don't know if he. Sh- no, I don't think he shoved, but he was yelling at some guy. Uh, I saw someone got shoved on the sideline. Yeah, yeah, they're. Do you think apart. like? Yeah. You think like what's the point of firing him right now, or is it like just get it over with because it's inevitable? Maybe. I mean, there is there is the what's the point? Like, why well, do it now? And there's two games left. But they, he, he must have just fully lost the locker room. And after having players fighting each other on the sideline, the owners are probably just like, this is enough. There's absolutely no way those players are trying the rest of the year, is there? No. Like, you bench Russell and you just punt the last two games, right? Yeah. I mean, because, like, I see the line with Kansas City this weekend, 13 and a half. Man, that's big. I don't know. Kansas City hasn't been, like, explosive lately. I mean, they're winning games, but covering. 14 points is a lot. Yeah. And I'm just like, what does Denver play for? Are they going to play for anything or is it just going to be 35 to three right off the bat? And we just coast. 
Unless they so just I put get, out guys that just truly want to play football. Which they might, but they might. That's third string guys, then we're talking against Yeah, which thirty five against the MVP of the league. Yeah. Well, let's see. Did you see you his think sick run last weekend? No, I did not. I didn't watch much football this weekend. Watch some. Mahomes rolled out right in the cold weather at Arrowhead and he took off from about the four yard line trying to slip around this defender and he had to basically do like a a hand plank in the air with his left hand and then reach out for the touchdown. Oh, I did see that. Yeah, yes. He looked like Superman. And he hit the pylon with the ball, right? Just barely. I did see that. That was one sick play. Sick play. A dandy nominee, perhaps? Perhaps. I don't perhaps. know. Perhaps. I don't know if it was that sick. The there were some sick interceptions, I tell you what, this last weekend. Were there? Yeah, there were. By, by whom? I believe the Rams had a few. <laughs> they had four to be exact on Russell Wilson last uh, weekend. Russell Wilson threw four. He threw four picks. Oh, no. <laughs> Russ. He's cooked. Gotta let him cook. <laughs> Gotta let him cook. No, he He's threw been... three. I thought he said four turnovers. Brett Rippin threw a fourth one. Oh, okay. The backup. Four, oh well, is Four that why the they got? In, is that why they got into the fight? Because he threw a pick, and then we got to yell at the backup quarterback. <laughs> same thing that started it. Probably. I'm looking at these stats for that game. Brett Rippon's quarterback rating was 11.4. Russell Wilson's was 3.5. Really good. Talking about some of this bad quarterback play. How about some good quarterback play? Well, this that's a better segue for... I have a game for you, but, but there's some teams that have newly clinched the playoffs. A playoff spot. Including my Chargers. Justin did they clinched? They did. Oh, wow. By, by winning on Monday night, they've clinched. That was Monday night, right? Yes, it was Monday night. Yes. They did. First I didn't time realize they were that close to clinching. Yeah, first time in Herbert's career. They're 9-6. and six. I believe in week 14, they had a 30% chance to make the playoffs, and now here they are just three weeks later in it. So they have the wild card spot clinched. They uh, can't win their division. The Chiefs own that. They could still finish as low as 7th, but as high as 5th. Miami and Jacksonville are right behind them. Well, Jacksonville could win the division. Yes. No, they're they are leading the division. Oh right yeah, now. you're right. They are. Jacksonville. Oh, I see. Thought. This isn't this is just listed by win percentage. Not I see. Okay. I was looking at the, the playoff teams, like Baltimore yeah, they should have a, but yeah, yeah. Yeah, they should have a shot at the five, but could also slip. Yes, right speaking now. Of, speaking of slipping out of the playoffs, bye bye Dolphins. Mm-hmm. They lost every game in December. Must not have been cold enough. <laughs> All the more reason for you to dislike their coach. Well, there's another reason now, too. Have you heard? I did, but do you want to inform? I will. Um, Tua has entered concussion protocol for the third time this year. Yes. On what he had a hit in what the first quarter, first drive of the game. I was in the first half. I know. I don't know exactly when. 
and I think it was first quarter, and he ended up playing the whole entire game once again. And if I told you that it was a different play, you might not believe me because it looked exactly like the other two where his back of his helmet hits the ground violently. Yeah, boy. Was he Where's our spotters? Wobbling, getting up? No, he wasn't. But, I mean, it was the same exact blow yeah, to the head. same area of the head. Head whipped. And so he played the second half. He threw three interceptions in the second half. Oh, Not in the sure. fourth quarter. In the fourth <laughs> quarter, he did. Okay. Well, maybe it wasn't the concussion, but still, he he just needs to be done for the year for sure. How is NFL? How are how is he allowed to keep going? I don't know. Like, like we thought we saw this. We fired the person that was responsible for this mishap, and it would never happen again. And hid behind the shield, and then. Like I said, it was all going to get swept in the rug, and we're not going to remember this next, come next year. But now, because it happened a third time, I want to see the NFL work their way out of this. Because this is terrible. I mean, it's, it's honestly just terrible. Now, I haven't seen any like news articles or anything, really, besides just that he has a concussion. Like, I haven't seen anything say... Well, he's apparently supposedly only had one concussion this year. But let's be honest. We know the one that happened before the real one was absolutely a concussion too yes and this one looked just as bad and if it's enough to cause symptoms again he obviously had another one Mm -hmm. or because he's had two already he's having symptoms at the slightest little jostle yeah he needs to just sit still for a while he needs to go into a dark hole and just sit there for like weeks okay and not think about anything. Become a cave troll. He's, he is just hibernate. It's that time of year. It is that time of year. Just go stick him in somewhere. And uh, once the snow melts in the north, wake him up. Oh, yeah. Speaking of uh, things that are coming to an end, like to a season potentially, and the Dolphins season, JJ Watt is going to hang it up at the end of the season. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, Do you see this coming? Shot. I mean, not directly this week that he announced it, but I knew it would be coming one of these seasons, like this year or next year. He has his first child now, I believe. Yep. Yeah. He played well, though, on Sunday night. Playing well a lot of the year, but he, like usual, keeps getting hurt. Yeah. And, you know, wants to move on with his life. I thought he would actually hang it up a long time ago just because of how injured he always was. But the fact that he kept coming back from it, I was like, oh, he'll play forever. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like kind of surprised. I could see a team calling him next year that's like a good team that needs some help. And he might come out. But like wait back. till Thanksgiving to call him. Yeah. So that he doesn't have to play the whole year. Yeah, something like that. Or uh, if there's like a consensus top team like the Bills or Chiefs. Next yeah. year, that needs some defensive line help. Yeah, kind of like how they always talk about Gronk and Odell this year. Like, oh, will they come back? You know. Yes. Apparently, some people teams reached out to Gronkowski within the last week because he had tweeted out like, "I'm so bored" or something. But I believe it was <laughs> <laughs> the reports were like six teams reached out to him after he tweeted that. Wow. But he's not agreed to sign with anyone. 
Hmm. Well, I wanna suppose play? what what do you want to do next? You want to play a game? I'll play a game. I'm always up for games. Uh, we had that fun game. Two weeks in a row having a game. We had that fun game at the end of the week last week, a holiday game. But I want to do a little blind quarterback. Not blind, blind. You know, blind stats. Legally blind. Legally blind quarterbacks. And where are they now? I feel like we do a variation of this game every season. Where one yeah. of us quizzes each other just based off stats. But this year, doing a little different. I'm taking some stats that you normally, uh, most people normally wouldn't look at because I don't want to give away the secrecy of these quarterbacks. So we're going to see if these stats can kind of still relate to uh, the better quarterback. There's eight of them. I have assorted them into a bracket. So the first matchup, quarterback A versus quarterback E. And you'll find you hear the stats as, as I say them. If you want to me to repeat anything, let me know. If you want to play this game at home, you can get some pen and paper, record it in your phone, and then listen to these stats. All right, quarterback A has a 3.0 passing touchdown to interception ratio, but a 2.54 total touchdown to turnover ratio. He completes 70.7% of his passes and averages 7.6 yards per attempt. He has a touchdown on 5.27% of his throws. So that's A. He's going head-to-head against E. This guy has a 3.36 passing touchdown to interception ratio, a 3.73 total touchdown to turnover ratio, 66.9 completion percent, 8.1 yards per attempt, and 6.4% of his throws are touchdowns. Who would you rather have? Hmm. You need me to repeat any of those numbers? No. So it's kind of based on their touchdown to turnover ratio, touchdown interception, and then completion, and kind of how far they throw. So player A has actually got a worse touchdown to turnover ratio. Yes. How does that make any sense? That the other one has a better one. Mm, so it's total touchdowns so that can be receiving and running. Oh, right. Ra- total passing. touchdowns. Got it. Yeah, the total first... touchdowns to total turnovers. Yes. The first one just passing touchdowns to interceptions, and the next one is total touchdowns to total turnovers. Okay. Hmm. I'm leaning towards E just barely. Just barely. Just barely. E is that how you're moving on in this bracket? Begrudgingly, yeah, I think just barely, though. Okay. Do you want me to tell you who A was or not until the end? Um, No, let's wait till the end. All right. Next one, B versus F. All right, quarterback B, 3.71 passing touchdown to interception ratio, 3.25 total touchdown to turnover ratio, so 3.25 touchdowns for every turnover 64 and a half completion percentage 7.6 yards per pass attempt and 4.96 percent of his passes are a touchdown player f 3.13 passing touchdowns per interception thrown so that's the ratio 
And it's the same for the total touchdown to turnover ratio. 3.13 total touchdowns for every turnover. No fumbles. Apparently <laughs> no <not>. rushing touchdowns. <laughs> no rushing touchdowns, no turn no fumbles. Someone that doesn't move wraps. 64.8 completion percent. 8.9 yards per attempt. A 6.3 touchdown percentage for passes thrown. So 6.3% of his throws are a touchdown. I was really leaning towards Tom Brady on this one, but he's fumbled a lot lately. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, really similar. Really, really similar. I mean, player B gets more touchdowns to interceptions, but player F makes more touchdowns out of passes thrown. Mm-hmm. Everything else is pretty similar. I guess I'm barely leaning towards F just because of yards per attempt as well. Okay, so you're moving F on. Just barely. Barely. All right, next one. C versus G. Uh, 2.46 touchdown to interception ratio. 2.6 total touchdown to turnover ratio. 63.4 completion percent. 7.5 yards per pass attempt. And 5.97% touchdown rate. That's player C. Player G. 2.67 passing touchdown interception ratio. A 3.0 total touchdown to turnover ratio. 67% completion. 7.9 yards per attempt. And a 7% passing touchdown rate. So literally better in every category statistically. So I guess I got to take G. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Luck with the like, draw. I can't. I can't help it. I mean, he's better in all five. I mean, I'm an idiot. I guess, but statistically, <laughs> yes. All right. Okay. Final final matchup of round one: D versus H. Player D. Two point three three passing touchdown per interception. <laughs> I said that weird. Whatever. Two point three three. Passing touchdowns per interception ratio, 1.91 total touchdown to turnover ratio, 66% completion, 6.2 yards per attempt, 3.13% uh, passing touchdown rate. That was player D. There's our Tom Brady. <laughs> Perhaps. <laughs> uh, H, 4.4 passing touchdown to interception ratio. 7.0 total touchdown to turnover ratio. Woo! Oh, yeah, that's high. 67.3 completion percent, 8.2 yards per attempt, and a 5.2 passing touchdown rate. Okay, so once again, all five for H are better. <laughs> and I think that's Jalen Hurts, so I'm going to take H. H, all right. Just because so got... that's the total touchdowns. <laughs> yeah, that's high. <laughs> you got your final four. Yeah, so are we just doing it straight down the bracket like you said, like E versus F then? Yeah. Okay. Do you want me to re-go over any of those So stats? I'll actually I'll actually just go over it because I got it written down. <clears throat> and I'll just kind of like give you the vibe of where I'm going next. Okay. So E versus F, 3.3 for E versus 3.1 touchdown interceptions. 3.7 to 3.1 total touchdowns interceptions. 67% versus 64%. 
uh, 8.1 yards per attempt versus 8.9, and that's the only stat that F has the edge on in 6.4% touchdowns to 6.3% touchdowns. So a close one, I take E, though. You take E. Okay. And then G versus H. H has a better touchdown to interception at 4.4 versus 2.76. 7.0 total touchdowns in, in to total turnovers versus three. Uh, literally like the same percentage completion, more yards per attempt. And the only difference is G has a better touchdown percentage per pass. Yes. So because H has four, the better I'll take H. So you got H versus E then in the finals. Let's do the third place, F versus G. F versus G. Okay. Uh, 3.1 versus 2.6, F versus G. 3.1 versus 3. 65 versus 67. 8.9 versus 7.9. And 6.3 total touchdown percentage passing or per pass versus 7. So pretty split. The only difference is touchdown interception ratio is better for F, and so is yards per attempt. Everything else is pretty close. Um, I guess I would barely lean towards F for third. F is your third place pick? Yeah, barely. Okay. And then the t- uh, final matchup is E versus H. E is 3.3 touchdown interception versus 4.4. 3.7 total touchdowns to turnovers versus 7. They're both around 67% completion, both around 8.1, 8.2 yards per attempt. And then player E has the edge in 6.4% touchdown passes per passes and 5.2 for H. So the staggering thing is total touchdowns versus turnovers and that would give yes. h the key so therefore i'm giving h the first place and e the second place g would take fourth f would be third okay so do you want my guesses now sure so like i said i really think h is uh jalen hurts that is correct okay h for hurts I didn't even I didn't plan that. <laughs> but yeah, that's the on. only person that would have that many more like rushing touchdowns and probably yeah. hasn't fumbled it too much. I don't think he had any fumbles. I think he might have had one, but they recovered it, I think. Yeah, these are fumbles lost for that. Yeah, total. exactly. So every one of those rushing touch I'm like, that's guy that runs it in a bunch and doesn't fumble, and that would be hurts this year. So um Tom Brady's fumbled it a lot, to, so to see a big drop between... I'm assuming you probably have him on here. Yes. Um, to see a big drop from touchdowns to interceptions then to touchdowns to total turnovers, like that one did. The only other person that was similar to that was A. But I don't think Tom has a 70% completion percentage, and he has a lower pass per attempt, and probably a lower touchdown percentage. So I think D is Tom Brady. That is correct. All right. Um, so then I'm looking at guys that would take a big jump from touchdown to interceptions versus touchdowns to total turnovers when you start adding the rushing into it. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, G has a decent jump. E has a decent jump. I think E is uh, Josh Allen. Incorrect. Oh, then he's got to be. He's got to be C or G. Yeah. Oh, duh. I know who E is, but okay. Yeah. Okay. My bad. I always thought E was Mahomes. I don't know guess? why. Yeah, that was actually my guess. That is correct. Yeah, I, I, when I knew, I wasn't paying attention to who was in the finals. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was Mahomes versus Hertz in the finals, and I, for some reason, when I was looking at the just that stat, I was thinking, oh, well, that might be. Okay, yes, yeah, so that was Mahomes. Um, so it's either C or G for Josh Allen, in my opinion. I will go with G is Josh Allen. It is not. C? It is C. Okay. Surprisingly a little low, isn't it? I knew his uh, uh, completion percentage was a little low. A lot of his stuff seems low to me. So who did I pick? Because C and G were a heads up or a matchup in the first round. So who did I pick over Josh Allen? (laughs) Is Is that Lamar? No way. It's not Lamar. There's no way that's Lamar. It is not. Is that Joe Burrow? No, I don't have Joe Burrow on here. Is that your boy Justin Herbert? No, he's, he's having a pretty bad season season for these stats. Yeah. Um, who's around sixty seven percent? Is it a no name? <laughs> kind of. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna move off. That. <laughs> oh boy. Um. Is a I don't know. You're asking me the rest. A is. I was thinking Rogers, maybe. But I don't think he's got that high. I don't think that's as high as percentage. Gino. Gino Smith. Jesus. Gino Smith. uh... Who knew that you would have put him on there? (laughs) And I barely took Mahomes. I don't even barely took him. (laughs) Same with the other matchup of F versus B. You barely took F over B, you said. And B was. Um, Well, I guess you didn't guess either of those two. I'm guessing F is Kirk. No. Didn't put him on. Okay. I thought you would. Should have. I thought about it. Um, I'm thinking B is an older quarterback or a non-mobile quarterback of some sort. Yeah. I just can't think of any right now. (laughs) Maybe not old, but definitely not very mobile. I can't think of one. The pride of Detroit. (laughs) Oh, Jared Goff. Jared Goff is B. And I barely took this other guy over him. Yes, and the other guy is no rushing touchdowns, no fumbles. Correct. So another guy doesn't run the ball. It is Tua. Tua, of course. And then who do we have left? C. I uh, C. C was Josh Allen. Oh yeah, you got C. Yep. Don't have G's. Counterpart that I took over him. Uh, who did you take over Josh Allen? Jimmy G. Very, very close. His backup. Yeah. <laughs> Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy was the G. He's Brock Purdy good. He's pretty good. His stats are actually pretty close to Jimmy's for these numbers. Well, yeah, they're like the same guy. Every yeah. guy, every quarterback that's in that offense. I mean, you could probably put. Who's really bad? 
Uh, you could probably put Zach Wilson out there. He'll be same stats. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you have it. You picked Jalen Hurts over Mahomes. I knew I would like in that aspect of just the because like I literally just took that one key stat for that reason. Yeah. I mean, for that but, total touchdown ratio that hurts is, is very high. That's off the charts compared to everybody else's. <laughs> yeah. But if I'm still trying to win the game, I'm taking the homes. I think I would agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. All well, right. Blind let's... quarterbacks are successful. They can't see. Alan Gallagher. All right. Let's <laughs> don't bring that up again, bro. <laughs> All right. Let's go to segment two. Fish and Chip Podcast. We'll be back after this. Oh boy, it's almost the new year. And we got another episode before the playoffs after this one. But here we are, Fish and Chipot. Should be here, Dan Fish over there. Yep. Are you getting sleepy like I am? Uh, not quite. I've been awake for this whole season. <laughs> I've been slept once. It's time to slumber. You're a werewolf. <laughs> yes. Howlies. All right, let's start this segment off with the usual. Daily fantasy. This is for your DraftKings, FanDuel, etc. Your things. As uh, most of the real fantasy playoffs are coming to a close this weekend, you can still do these ones like DraftKings and whatnot and start over every weekend. But first, a recap of last week. If you listened, I had a hard time picking a stack of any kind. I think I listed five. Didn't really have a favorite. I like Derrick Henry as a running back, and uh, he did okay. He's running back four for the weekend. Did not blow up like he had been doing against Houston, but he didn't hurt. I mentioned the guy that I'm not supposed to name anymore, Mahomes, with Kelsey. And they were both pretty average for them. I did really like Geno Smith and DK Metcalf because Lockett was out, and that was actually the lineup I made, and... <laughs> They finished with average numbers for them, but they felt they just felt bad. I don't think Geno scored a touchdown until the fourth quarter at the end. Um, it was the second lowest fantasy score game of the season. There was the other game, or another stack I liked was in the Vikings versus Giants one. I said I slightly liked Daniel Jones more, plus one of his receivers. And that actually worked out pretty decent. Daniel Jones was quarterback six. And if you picked a right on his wide receiver, it was Isaiah Hodgins, who was wide receiver six for the weekend or for the Saturday. So those two together was pretty decent. The extreme value of Gardner Minshew that I mentioned was a smash hit. He was quarterback three for Saturday. And Devonta Smith, I know you and I are both kind of over A.J. Brown, but it was the Devonta Smith show. He was wide yep. receiver two. The top combo last week for a quarterback plus a wide receiver was Dak Prescott and CeeDee Lamb, who had 68.98 points between the two of them. It's kind of a, it's a weird scoring weekend. Not many huge point totals, but some. It was all that cold weather. Yeah, that, and that's why. You're right. And probably why the quarterbacks won in three and two of the top three wide receivers were in a dome game in Dallas. Oh, this week, though, we have 13 games on the Sunday main slate. I don't remember the last time that happened. Maybe week one. We've had 10 for so long, sometimes 11. 
But now we have every game on Sunday besides the Monday night game and Thursday. But 13 games for your DraftKings pleasuring. And with all those games, there's only two of them that have an implied total of over 48 points or 48 and above. That's Minnesota at Green Bay. Green Bay is favored by three and a half. And that is right at 48 total points. The next one is Chicago at Detroit. Detroit's favored by six. And that is all the way up to 52. I don't believe it's going to be as cold anywhere this weekend. So the weather shouldn't be as big of a factor like in that Green Bay game, but it's uh, it says 37, so above freezing. Oh, but before I get to my two stacks, really like he who shall not be named is the most expensive quarterback this week. You can decipher who that is. They're playing um, uh, a team that we kind of talked about. You talked about last segment who's kind of given up in Denver. So I kind of like that nameless quarterback. Even though he's expensive. <laughs> but my two favorites, they're both in the Chicago-Detroit game. It's kind of weird. I don't know. There's so many so many players on this slate this weekend. And I go into Justin Fields and Jared Goff. Justin Fields, I think, is like the four, fourth or third most expensive quarterback. So he's still pretty expensive and only had nine points last week. But... He's got over a thousand rushing yards on the season, so that's where he gets his points. For a pure stacking standpoint, I am kind of leaning Jared Goff. He uh, averages twenty-three point fantasy points at home this season versus thirteen on the road. And guess what? He's at home this week against Chicago, who is not good on defense. Actually, I keep hearing they're not good, but their games are still like close. Regularly. Last week, I don't think it was. But, like, against the Bills. It was early. Stuff, it was yeah. Early. I don't think they're as bad as people keep saying. Anyway, still kind of like Jared Goff. I would pick Amon Ra and uh, I think DJ Shark. But you could get different. I don't know about Jameson Williams. He hasn't really been targeted since that Vikings random touchdown. And I don't really foresee another team letting him sneak by them all. So Monra, DJ Shark, 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 are shark. The, the two preferreds. Um, there's not really many Bears players I want to bring it back with. Their wide receivers are kind of all the same. Claypool hasn't been playing. So I'd be fine if you just did Goff plus those two and maybe not even a Bears player. But if you do, probably Cole Komet. Or David Montgomery, I guess. The Lions had been good against the run until last week. Like, they had a three or four game stretch, like, against the Vikings, the Bills. Wait, was the Bills? Yeah. And one other team where they actually limited running. But then last week, two Carolina guys got over 100 yards. Uh, Khalil Herbert is also back, so I don't really love Montgomery anymore. But a weird way to go about this is to pair Justin Fields with, like, Amon Ra and then maybe another Lions player. Because Fields has shown he can get a lot of points by himself. And last week he threw a touchdown to Dante Pettis. And Pettis only had that one catch the whole game. That was nine points. So that's not really enough to win in DraftKings by having a wide receiver like that. So if I had a pair of Fields with someone, probably once again Cole Komet 
I'm going to monitor Claypool, but I don't really mind this week going weird and doing fields plus Monra plus maybe DJ Shark or one of the Lions running backs and doing a, a different type of stack. Um, so yeah, Fields and Goff are my favorites. There are some value range quarterbacks. Gardner Minshew is still down there. Brock Purdy against the Raiders actually looks decent. I'd pair him with CMC and then Ayuk or Kittle. And Mike White is supposed to be back. I can't remember who he's playing, but he's still cheap. And I don't know. I like him for a cheap option as well. Uh, you're talking Jets here? Yes. Um, let's see. Seattle. At Seattle. Favored by. Favored by two. Seattle's favored by two? Nope. Jets are. The Jets. Okay. Well, then, yeah, I like Mike White. Going to Seattle. Cross country might be tough. Getting back from broken rib. But right now, favorites are Goff and Fields. And then probably Minshew or Purdy with the nameless quarterback in there as well. Yeah, boy. It's yeah, boy. There it is. All right. I suppose let's spread it out, huh? Let's spread it. All right. Last week, three and two. Or no, two and three. Let's see. Two and three last week. No, I, I would believe you if you said you were five and oh. Uh, I wouldn't know. I have one second. Um, let's see here. All right. Well, Carolina's going to Tampa. They beat Tampa already this year. Tampa doesn't score a whole lot of points. You just saw them barely limp past Arizona in overtime on Sunday night. Tampa's favored by three. Carolina, they control their own destiny, I believe, in the division. I mean, so does Tampa <laughs> because they play each other this week. Yes. But the fact that Carolina controls their own destiny is just crazy and mind-boggling. And because they could probably slow down Tom Brady again since they already did it once this year. If they slow him down, I don't know. They run the ball well. They just did last week. I'll take Carolina, I guess, plus three points. Giants are favored at home by five versus Indy. I don't know who's playing quarterback for Indy. Whoever it is, I don't like who's playing quarterback for Indy. <laughs> I think uh, I heard Nick Foles is the guy the rest of the year. Well, <laughs> Kayvon Thibodeau might eat him for a sandwich in the first quarter and then spit him out. So uh, I'll take the Giants minus the five. I know it's a lot for the Giants because they're always in close games, but I don't see this one being close because the Giants, correct me if I'm wrong, they have not clinched, right? Uh, no, I don't believe they've clinched anything. They need a, They need to win this game, I think, to do so, so. This would go a long way, and they got to take care of business at home. And I think they will bounce back after the loss to the Vikings. They are so I'll currently take the in the sixth spot. Yeah, I'll take the Giants minus five. We just mentioned the Jets are favored by two at Seattle. I know Seattle didn't score a lot of points last week, but I think they're going to beat the Jets outright. So I'm going to take Seattle plus the two points at home. Home dog. Home dog. The Chargers at home versus the other home team <laughs> from the same city in the away locker room. The Rams. In the same stadium. In the same stadium. Fun matchup. Nobody will be there because nobody comes to the Los Angeles games except the away team. 
But in this case, the away team is the home team. So have fun playing in front of two people. (laughs) (laughs) It'll be us. (laughs) The Rams hung 51 on Denver last week, but had four interceptions. Chargers aren't blowing people out, which makes me nervous about this pick. But I just see the Chargers having a lot to play for, the Rams not having a lot to play for. And I'll take the Chargers minus six and a half. I don't love it, but I'm going to take that. Go, Chargers. Go. And then the pick of the week. Dan's money line pick of the week. San Fran going to Vegas minus six. San Fran's been cooking people. And I'm surprised this line's only six. And Raiders so, are not cooking. Raiders are not cooking. <laughs> Rock is pretty good, so I'll take San Fran minus six in Vegas. I like that. All these games are on New Year's Day. New Year's. Happy New Year's. They're all next year. Should <laughs> <laughs> go to Las Vegas for New Year's and go to that game? Sure. <laughs> I think I could drop everything for a couple of days. Yeah, I bet you could. Yeah, I bet I could. All right, let's move on to Thursday. The last. Miller. Yeah. Last one. Last week, uh, got them right with the Jags. I did. <laughs> I got nervous right before that game started, though, with the rain and stuff. I was like, oh, really? You're nervous about Zach Wilson? Come on. <laughs> I was nervous about the defense. <laughs> yeah. Thought it was just going to be like a. 10-9 to nine game. No. No. What a last. Jets. Jets can't even score nine points. You're right. Not with Zach Wilson. Or the other guy that came in for him. Oh, dude, that guy was sick. Trevor <laughs> Strevenson or something. Steven Strevenson. Strever. 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 Whatever. All right. Trevor How am I going to have to play this this week? Okay, we got Dallas at Tennessee. You're up one on me. Am I playing to try to beat you or playing for my best record? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm picking Dallas. So. Yeah, they're favored by 10. It's good. The only thing I could say is it would be so Dallas to come off a big win like that and just have a total letdown. Yes, it would. But I don't see that letdown lasting more than a half. Oh, not and especially t- Tennessee against, can't score enough. Though. Yeah, with a rookie quarterback in Tennessee. Yeah, but I mean, if I if I gotta go for it for the tie, I guess I'll take Tennessee. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's the only way you can tie because there's not. But if I accept loss, I'll just take Dallas. All right. For the podcast, I'll take Tennessee. Fair enough. For the pod. Just for the fans. Good for the fans. If you tie, then we'll tie for second year in a row on Thursdays. Oh boy. Yes. Oh boy. Oh boy. All right, survivor picks. Survivor picks of the week. Last week, I finally used my last lifeline, which was the double pick, double shot. I picked San Francisco as my second team. Who was your main team? He picked San Francisco. My main team was Buffalo. We got all those picks right. So I have 14 points now and you have 13. 
Yeah, you control your own destiny. Win out and you win it all. Again. I guess so. You can have first pick this week, bro. <laughs> all right. All right. Um, I'm going to pick Detroit. They're playing Chicago at home, as I kind of mentioned earlier. And they need to win if they want to get the playoffs. So picking Detroit after a bad loss last week. It's going to be another bad loss. <laughs> Justin feels going to have 400 rushing here. Well, for I guess we'll both pick teams that we never pick. I'll take Jacksonville. Jacksonville going to Houston. Uh, they are in the driver's seat in the division now, so got a lot to play for here. Can't have the no old, slip ups. The only other time Jacksonville was picked was the first year when you got the triple point option. False. You already took him this season too. Oh, I did. Yeah, week, oh, I uh, did. And six, five, five, and five. I got them wrong. You did. So, so I'll they, see if I can reverse yeah, the reverse, reverse the curse. The curse. <laughs> <laughs> that was. Oh weird. man, that was that was kind of weird. Oh yeah, we've never had Jacksonville right yet. Except last Thursday, yeah. am I right? Yeah, I'm Thursday night pick. All right, Thursday night. Detroit and Jacksonville. Who would have thought? I need you to get one wrong here. I don't want to lose this. I had this in the palm of my hand after 13 weeks, and I pissed it away. You sure did. All right, Fish and Chip Podcast on Twitter, at Fish and Chip Pod. We're on Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Machine, Amazon, most places you get your podcasts. We'll be back next week or (laughs) next year. (laughs) All year away. Chip Daly's over there. Dan Fish will be right here again. We'll see you next year. Stay sweet. Stay sweet.